Uncluttered and Unfiltered is brought to you in part by our latest obsession, Pain Cakes. Pain Cakes are the revolutionary cold pack that stick to you so you can stick to your routine. Whether you're pounding the pavement as a runner like me or you're tackling the clutter as a professional organizer like Christine, Pain Cakes has got you covered. Pain Cakes comes in three sizes and can be used again and again. We both keep them in our freezers. And when we feel an ache or a pain, you just stick them on your body. You can do it a hundred times. It's all the benefits of using a cold pack, but no downtime. Find pancakes at pain-cakes.com or at thousands of retailers nationwide. Welcome to Uncluttered and Unfiltered, the podcast urging you to let it go and don't look back with nationally acclaimed professional organizer, Christine Stone, and self-proclaimed hot damn mess radio and TV personality, Eden Kindle. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Uncluttered and Unfiltered with Christine and Eden. And we have a, a subject matter today that could go a lot of different ways, but it is one that you proposed, Christine, to yes. me. And I had to really think about it and decide like what my take was going to be on it. And did you find that after deciding we were going to do this particular episode, you also had to really hone in and yes. think hard about what we're going to talk about? Yes. Yeah. I really, really, well, you had the stomach bug, so I took advantage of it. And while you had the stomach bug, I really did a deep thought process. When I turned 50, as you know, I'm 61. So I really had to go backwards because that's when I really found my purpose was in my early 50s. So I had to write things down. I had to go back down memory lane. So I thought this was a really, really good topic because when you're over 50 and your kids are grown and you're not just someone's mom or wife or daughter, things shift and you have to really find your purpose. And that is our subject today, finding your purpose over 50. And before we get back to the stomach bug you mentioned, (laughs) I want to start out with a a message we got on our Facebook Uncluttered and Unfiltered Ladies Only group. We love hearing from you guys. You have no idea how much. And the reason I think this email, for two reasons, one, because it's very recent, it's from four days ago. But the other reason I thought it would be ideal to start off this episode with is it's kind of the purpose for this podcast. Absolutely. Elaine commented and she said, not quite so sure why it took me so long to get to this group, but I'm so glad that I did started listening to your podcast instead of music when I'm working at my desk. And I've got to share with everyone. They've been life-changing. And I know that may sound a little drastic. Listening to you ladies has given me the inspiration to do so much. She goes on to say that she and her husband have since met with a financial advisor, which was clearly something from the episode we talked about your finances over 50. I did the same thing. I went out and started getting all my ducks in a row. She says uncluttering was next. So she's been going through closets, guest room closets, scrapbooking supplies. Uh, She she mentioned that she too was into that creative memories thing like I had commented on. Uh, She said they're going to be hosting a celebration of her 30 years in childcare in October. And she came across a lot of photos. So it was obviously a good thing to have that photo episode to talk about like, you know, we've had a lot of times during different episodes where we've covered ways to organize photos. So She just, she, I mean, it went on and on, but honestly, it wasn't too long for me. I enjoyed reading every word of this. Thank you. Thank you, Elaine. And to everybody who has had something to 
comment about in our uncluttered and unfiltered ladies only Facebook group? I a hundred percent agree. I think that she and everybody that comments and I answer every single one of them. Um, this is a, this has been our purpose together was to give people um, a way to express themselves and to, you know, kind of form with other women over 50 and, you know, feel the same. And I think that's really, I mean, just really moved me. I really yeah. loved that. And You're that we tearing up. A yeah. Little bit. I mean, we inspired her to, you know, make some changes and that's really what this podcast is about. And the more people that do what Elaine did and and not just wait to comment on something, but actually make a post in that group. Right. I loved that because that screams safe space to me. Yeah, me too. And, and even though there are hundreds of women in that group, you should feel that safe space. Right. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about purpose today, but we're also going to talk about the reason Christine had all this extra time. <laughs> it's because I was down for the count. So first, let me tell you, I just think you'll enjoy this story. And there, and because we're saying safe space, there's no other forum on which I would get on a microphone and tell this story. But there was a stomach bug going around. You know, the girl child, Chloe, is now a preschool teacher. So she's going to pick up gosh. everything. And that includes the norovirus. Oof. So she came home and she was sick. And, and I called it the everything, everywhere, all at once virus because... That's the way Ugh. everything was escaping. <laughs> and so she had it a couple of days later. My husband had it Ugh. a few days later. I had it. Ugh. And I felt like I was not a part of the planet. I really, so I think I'm a kind of a tough person, right? Do you think I'm very tough? Right? But I also think you think that nothing can knock you down and right. there ain't nothing like a virus There's that can like bring a, you back to reality. It will <laughs> Humble you. Yes. So so the next day I'm on the couch. I'm still in a blanket. I didn't go to work again the next day. Which I'm is very rare. Right. And my husband says to my daughter, remember, they both had the same thing. Chloe, you know, your mom here thinks that she had it worse than us. And I said, I did. And he said, she wanted to go to the hospital. And I said, well, let me correct you. I didn't want to go to the hospital. I wanted the hospital to come to me. To me right? I wanted an ambulance to come oh my and God, I don't know, so give bad. me an IV or pump my stomach or do something. I just wanted immediate relief. Right. And he said, nope, you have to gut through it. And that's, Ooh, it was just, I mean, it became like this competition, like who had it worse. Oh my gosh. And but you're better. I'm better. So somebody at the, the radio station yesterday said, uh, how are you, how are you right now? How do you feel? And I said, I think I'm at 50%, which I think is everyone else's 75%. Absolutely. So absolutely. So my- your 50% is me jacked. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I always tell you that I just don't even know where you get that energy, but so we're back. We're back and we're excited because this is a really fun topic. Now the, the, the purpose in life, the finding your purpose in life, I think my perspective is when you're young, your purpose is to get your education, to have a boyfriend, have a, boyfriend, have a you know, life, right. girlfriend, whatever. Then it's to go on to start a career, then maybe to start a family. family. If that's the, the route you choose, if you have kids, then your purpose is just decided really for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can have outside interests, you can have a career, mm-hmm. certainly you can do it all, but that you, your purpose is, is so clear. 
right? I mean, don't you think unless you are somebody who has a, you know, sub sub purpose, I guess you could say like, you know, your mission is to feed hungry children around the world. I mean, everybody has different versions of that, but it's not like you're sitting there all of a sudden going, oh my gosh, do I even have a purpose? You don't question the fact. Well, I don't think you do until you hit 50. That's my point. Then you go online, like I did when you posed this question and you look up Finding your purpose. Why is it important to find your purpose? And every article is for people that are retired 65 to 70. So how come you start to lose your way on purpose around 50, but nobody really thinks that's a problem until you're 65 or 70. So there's a gap there. There wasn't for me. I'm telling you at 50, I thought I have to have a purpose. My kids are grown. You know, I, I work, but I, I can't envision that being my only purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to do something that would keep me busy. Right. But, but that's because you had that mission in your mind. But for some people, nobody else is saying to them at 50, because to them, they're thinking, well, you're still young, but that's where things start to kind of settle in. You're not so worried anymore about the kids. You're not so worried anymore. Your career is what it is or what it will be. You had a fresh start and we've talked about fresh starts. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but there's not a lot, not a lot written about it is my point. Yeah, I agree. I, I, but I do think it starts, it starts like a little knock at 50 and then like 55, it gets a little louder. And by 60, it's like someone's taking a bat and hanging it, you know, bashing you against the head. I just think that, you know, when you're a woman, mm-hmm. your purpose is to be a mom. Your purpose is to be a good friend. Your purpose is to be a wife. A your sister. purpose is to yeah. be a sister. And you, you really, by the time you hit your fifties, you're like, okay, is that all there is? Like, will that sustain me into my sixties, my seventies and my eighties? And I think if you don't keep yourself busy, it won't. I -hmm. think that you have to really find a purpose, a passion, or like I go back to always saying volunteering. That's when I started the whole mission was by volunteering low on the totem pole and then working my way up seven years, eight years later to be on the board of where I had been volunteering. But it gave me purpose. It Mm -hmm. gave me purpose. And I picked a volunteer area that I knew I would feel needed. And I think that's what I keep always saying on this podcast. That's what everybody really wants is to feel needed. True. If you are just out there floating in the wind and you don't know what it is that your purpose is maybe you could try a few different things, right? but you're right. You want to, you want to wake up in the morning knowing someone is not just expecting you because you called and asked them if you could come help out, but because they're going to miss you if you don't show. Right. And, and that's, that's a feeling that I, I think goes hand in hand with loneliness. Who would miss me if I didn't show up? Right. I mean, it's really doing things for others, but in a bigger way when you're in your 50s. If you have elderly neighbors, maybe bringing them some food or going and sitting with Mm -hmm. them for 30 minutes and chit-chatting and having a glass of wine with them. I mean, really, if you think about it, my what I love the most, I could spend hours, is just talking to 
older people about their experiences and how they feel right now at their age, how different life is for them compared to what I'm feeling. And then it makes me feel better. (laughs) You know, it makes me feel like I have a purpose because I'm really listening to what they went through, what they're going through. And then you feel like kind of a connection with someone who's older than you. I completely agree with that. I do. Uh, So I would love at this point to bring on one of our wonderful listeners. We recently announced also on that Facebook group that, and also on our page, that we have a app, a little way for you to leave us a voicemail so we can listen to your lovely voice as well as just read your comments. So this is Gina. She is chiming in on us asking about what your life purpose is once you're over 50. Hi, Eden and Christine. This is Gina LaPiccolo. So my purpose in life at this point after the age of 50 is to try to change negative situations or negative conversations into positive ones. Using the mantra, positive thoughts brings positive results. I feel like at this point in time with the worldly things going on, to focus on abundance and gratitude. Okay. I love that. So right there, you have a mission, a mission statement for your life moving forward. Right. And that's beautiful, by the way, Gina. Thank you so much. I think that is something that you learn as you get older. We've covered that many, many times. Right. You don't have to get angry over every single thing you read. Yeah. Everything you see on the news. Yeah. And I agree with that. I think that if you have created your mission to kind of bring that positivity or at least try to encourage others to roll with the punches in life. That's yeah. part that can be part of your purpose. Well, I talk about my mom a lot on this podcast, so you probably all feel like you know her, but she is one person that I totally admire because she left Miami after 40 years and moved to where I was, had no friends, got a job at the age of 78, 77. She worked in retail and she, she just has in the past, I would say seven, eight years. She is so busy. She exhausts me. And I don't think it's because she wants to be. I think she has made a conscious decision. I could either sit home alone Mm -hmm. and do nothing, or I can get out there and mingle with everybody and play bridge and do Mahjong and do bingo and do every, the barbecues on Friday night. And I just, I, I'm always in awe over that because she stays so busy and she's 84 and still does this at least four to five times a week. Uncluttered and Unfiltered is brought to you in part by Hearts for Minds. Hearts for Minds is encouraging you to use your sidewalk to motivate others for Mental Health Awareness Month. Help break down the stigma of mental illness, spark conversation, and maybe just make somebody's day a little sweeter. It's easy. Grab some chalk and write inspirational messages and pictures on your sidewalk. Snap a photo and share it online by tagging Hearts for Minds on Instagram. And use the hashtag Chalk It Up for Life. That's Chalk It Up, the number four, and life. Let's chalk it up for mental health. Visit Hearts for Minds. That's Hearts, the number four, and Minds.org to learn more. My mother, too, and she's close to that age. She's 82. 
And she also, big Mahjong player. <laughs> and I have tried to learn, by the way, the game of Mahjong. And it's beyond me, but she loves it and she wagers. And my son loves that part of it because he always likes to tease her that she's just this hustler at Mahjong and that she's getting rich down there in, in South Florida. <laughs> and she has a little racket going, but she has all these different games that she plays in. And then they go to shows. Sometimes they'll have somebody come and she has all of these girlfriends, so many more so than when she, you know, when my dad was alive, she's just living her best life right now. When she gets up in the morning, she usually has a full schedule written out, which is something that is suggested. I was reading a little bit about that kind of thing. Having a schedule, keeping a day planner, even if you don't have a job to go to, you don't have necessarily appointments that day, but having a to-do list for each day. I, well, I do to, to-do lists all the time, but I think that is a great suggestion. And also picking a two or three things to volunteer at and see which one you love the best and, and go and do it. And I just can't tell you what a great experience it has been for me, um, for volunteering. And I think it really is something that kind of, kind of, you know, made me feel so different. I can't describe it because you do want to feel needed. And every Mm -hmm. time all the kids would come around and hug my legs and they were so happy, I, I, it just would melt my heart. So I think finding something that would interest you to volunteer is always, it's not only rewarding for you, but it's rewarding for others. Another suggestion I was reading was to make appointments for things that don't necessarily require an appointment. For example, you could go get a manicure and most places you can walk right in, but get in a habit of making an appointment with somebody because a lot of places will take an appointment, even if you, they also I always walk-ins. make an appointment. <laughs> well, that's, that's a good practice too, though. If you are somebody who can fritter the day away, or, I mean, it's obviously not brain surgery to go get a mani-pedi, but or a massage or something, but rather than just kind of floating by and say, one of these days I can do this, I'm free now, I can do that, to actually have set appointments, things you can write in your planner, things you can do. And and one thing I also thought about a lot when I had my stomach bug, and I told you I felt like I fell off the face of the planet. Think about right now, like if you did that, if you went completely off grid for a day, who would be Are you missing you? To me? Yeah. Like who would miss you though? Who would be the ones going, where'd she go? Maybe not a day, maybe two or three days. But if you didn't tell anyone where you were going to be, who are the people that would miss you? Well, my kids have my location, which I still haven't Uh figured out how to use that yet. Um, And so they know exactly where I am and they'll call and go, I know you're not there because I, I just looked on your location. I'm like, how are you doing this anyway? So they would always find me because uh-huh. for some reason, everyone has my location. Um, but I think it's mainly your family. Yeah. I think your friends will check in on you every now and then. But if, if I went MIA, well, in my house, if I went MIA, everyone would starve. There would be nothing, <laughs> no grocery shopping. I mean, nothing would happen. So they'd have to find me pretty quick. Um, but I, I mean, I think that it just shifts and you have to realize that, you know, like I said, in my early fifties, then in my middle fifties, and then Last night or the night before, I said to my husband, you know, what? I think if I ever had a second career, I'd be um, a police detective. And he started laughing and he goes, 
why would you even think that? I go, because I can read people and I think I would know when someone is not telling the truth and I would be really good at investigating people. He goes, so why don't you do it? I go, I'm 61 years old. And he goes, so, and so I think, I think age sometimes stops you. Sure it does. But you know, really, I mean, I may be the detective organizer one day. You, you never know. You might be the detective <laughs> organizer. You could be undercover. We brought in this professional organizer. Don't mind her. She's just going to look through all of these books on your bookshelf, dust them off for right. not fingerprints, right. just clutter. You know, don't, don't just look away. Don't mind yep. her. Um, I, I see a, a reboot of Murder, She Wrote. Yes. Wouldn't that be great? We'll, we'll be, sell it to Hollywood. I love that. Yeah. I think it would be amazing, actually. Um, I wonder what I would do for a second career. It's, it's think about it. I'm telling you, I've really I, thought about it. I don't know why lately I've really thought about that. Like if I could do it all over again. That's tremendous. So funny. That is funny. So, so then what do you, how do you summarize this? How do you, what do you, what do you feel like when you think about your purpose in life. I mean, do you think it's specific to volunteering? Do you think it's so all encompassing? Like on a day to day, when you wake up in the morning, how do you define a successful day in the life of Christine? Well, I mean, I think for me, because of my work, it's seeing the look on people's faces after we've uh-huh. cleared the clutter and, you know, cleared their space and made it a new space for them to enjoy. And, um, so that, that's really rewarding mm-hmm. for me, but I also think reconnecting with old friends, mm-hmm. making new friends, it's very hard to make new friends when you're over 50, but I think it's important. I really do. Mm-hmm. And I, and that's one thing I've been trying to really do the past, I would say two years is really, you know, widen my friend groups and trying to be, you know, mm-hmm. because I think your friends will always, always be there. I mean, your friends and you have friends who like different things. You know, you have your friend that wants to go to the movies. You have a friend that wants to go for a walk. You have a friend that you want to vent to. There's all different types of friends. So I just don't think after 50, you can ever have too many friends. Mm-hmm. I think, I think one thing that I've learned, if I've learned anything, well, I've learned a million things from, from doing this podcast, but in, in specifically in our social media and our, our connection ways, and they grow and they change. And we've, we've, we're learning different technical ways that we can, can be connected with you guys. But one thing we've learned is that we've yet to have anyone say, I've had an, I've got enough friends. I don't need a bunch of strangers to call friends. I, I, I've never met anybody right. who had outwardly said that. I've only spoken to people who right. appreciate feeling. And sometimes a stranger can become a friend and you never even see them face to face. I have a couple of right. people that I've met online and maybe I've met them once, maybe I've met them twice, but I, I consider them people I might, you know, type out a quick little message to asking for their expert opinion on something, or just, can I vent to you about something? Or you're somebody that I respect. Do you mind if I ask your opinion on this? And you kind of create this stable of experts. This is the friend I want to talk to about if I'm feeling envious. This is the friend I want to talk to if I'm feeling sad or lonely. This is the one I want to pump me up. 
And also I've reconnected with old friends. I'm going to meet some friends that I haven't seen probably in 10 years in January. And I'm really looking forward to it. And and so is she. Mm -hmm. So I think you get busy in your life and your old friends kind of go by the wayside until you're both empty nesters Mm -hmm. and life has moved on. And then you reconnect with your old friends. I love it. Should we look at some of the responses we got when we asked you guys on Facebook to tell us a little bit about what would you say your your life's purpose is right now. And some of you guys had, uh, had experienced this kind of, I, um, I guess just this conundrum already where you had to seek and find something. And some of you are just coming up upon it. Rita says to be able to get up and out of bed and smile and help all the people I meet along the way. Absolutely. I think that does give you purpose. Rita says to be a lifelong learner. I love that one, Britta. I really do. I love to learn. You know, I love to learn. You love to learn. I do. I love it. Uh, Paulette says to pour into the next generation of kids. Joanne says to spread kindness and connect people. Um, Dina says raising good humans. And I think that's been a mission for a lot of us for a long, long time. Tracy says create affordable housing. So it's it's really how you look at your career. who knows what people's careers are. It could be that your career is, you could be a baker, but maybe your mission, your purpose is to bring smiles to people's faces through delicious sweet treats. Right. You can dig a little bit deeper than just what your resume says. Well, let me tell you, my mom is a baker and she brings treats, homemade treats everywhere she goes. And I've never seen a woman with so many friends. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> you, food is always the way to people's hearts, especially it, sweets. It definitely is. So what else do we want to add to this conversation? I, you know, I just think it's an individual thing and you really do sometimes just have to stop and think about what, what purpose you have after all the things change in your life, whether you're retiring, your kids are up and out, no matter what phase after 50, you have to really stop and think and say 10 years from now, that's what, what I do. I always, I don't look at the future, but I always think about the future. Mm -hmm. Like in 10 years when I'm 71, you know, Mm -hmm. I do that. And I think you just want to set yourself up to be at a good place in life. Mm -hmm. That's what I think purpose is. It also, I think, is getting up in the morning, knowing what you'd like to see happen during the day. Maybe it's not something concrete, but I'd like to know that somebody is a little bit better off today because I existed or in some specific way, hmm. but going to bed at night feeling like the day wasn't a waste. Like there, we've all had those days where you're like, I got nothing done today, but maybe you just refilled your tank and that's okay too. No judgment there. Right. But it's that feeling of knowing that something got done today that is part of your mission. Like going back to Gina saying, if she turned even one negative into a positive, if she even had one person who was irate about something and she was able to, to, to switch their mindset and appreciate instead of being angry. Well, I can tell you with social media because of my business, you could have so many haters. I mean, it just is the way it is. A lot of it's spam, whatever, but one nice comment makes your day. One Mm -hmm. nice thing someone says 
makes your day. And so I always try to do the same for others. And I think that's why I love our Facebook group because I read one comment that says, your podcast has changed the way I do such and such. And it just, that's it. My day is made. Day is made. So I, yeah. And another thing too is, um, being generous with compliments, even to strangers, it sometimes freaks my kids out because it does seem awfully familiar for me to say to somebody who's behind me in a line, who isn't even speaking to me, but I say, can you tell me about your necklace? It's beautiful. Or finding, I mean, it should be genuine. You don't need to blow smoke up. Mm -hmm. everybody. But I think you don't know how much someone might need that compliment on that given day. You have no idea. It might roll right off them like a duck, but it might be the thing that makes them think, okay, today was okay. Yeah. I agree. I think right now we could all use kindness in the world. So mm -hmm. I think it's, I think this was a great topic, finding purpose. Looking forward a little bit, we um, just a little tease for some things that are up and coming. Okay, so first of all, I know why your (laughs) eyes are getting big, and we're going to get to that. But the um, but first, I want to say we got a wonderful message, long letter from one of our listeners asking about things with their adult children, like you know how much are you helping your kids financially? How much? At what age do you do this? What age do you that? She really wanted to network and talk to other people about this adult kid situation that a lot of people at the age of 50 and up find themselves in. So we have an episode like that coming up. So look for in our uncluttered and unfiltered ladies only group, a little survey. We might be asking you some questions about that. Now, also mark your calendar because we would love to have as a group Instead of a book club, which would be like the responsible thing to do, we would like us all to watch The Golden Bachelor together. And I said this to my daughter the other day, right? Are you going to watch The Golden Bachelor? Ew. What's ew? Ew. Old people. Sorry. No. We didn't raise you to say that. (laughs) Oh, my daughters can't wait. I mean, this is like, I mean, this is the Super Bowl for me of, (laughs) I can't tell you how excited I am and that we're going to be doing it every week. With a chart. And with a chart. (laughs) And I mean, I'm taking this more seriously than I did school. So just so you all know that this is serious business with the Golden Bachelor. So there you go. Can't wait. All right. So there, there you have it. You don't have to be a fan of the Bachelor Nation. You don't have to go back and binge on right. any past seasons. You don't have to watch no. Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelorette, no. none of that. Mm-mm. This is all about Jerry from Indiana and oh, him gosh. finding love in his seventies. And all of the women they have selected to vie for his attentions, all of them are around what, sixty-five and up? Yeah, which I was shocked I by was the way, too. because the rumor was that like 40 was going to be the cutoff uh-huh. point. And so when I saw the ages of the women, I'm like, finally, thank God we're getting real here. So, you know, I was very happy to see that this is going to be really interesting. I can't wait to see what commercials are going to be on during uh, the, wow. the broadcast. I really can't. I think that's going to be really fun yeah, and really telling. So everybody enjoy that when it comes up and Once again, let me guide you to all of the things. We've got Uncluttered and Unfiltered Ladies Only. That's the private Facebook group that we would love for you to join. Just you have to submit to be approved because we want to keep it, you know, to our our people. Because if you are over 50, you have found your people. If you're a woman over 50. And then also we've, of course, got YouTube. You can watch 
us doing the podcast. Yes. You can. And it's not that exciting. I'll be honest. <laughs> um, you could find us on Instagram. We always have a lot of clips. Same thing with Facebook. Um, what else do I want to tell you? Oh yeah. The thing that you heard Gina's voice on, that is such an easy, easy way to leave a yeah. voicemail. And you can find that pinned to the top of our Facebook page and our Facebook group. And so if you ever want to leave us a voicemail and whether it's to tell Christine, something you've organized to tell me about something you've lost, which is like my wheelhouse, like losing <laughs> your glasses and your keys or whatever the case may be, reach out, always reach out because we love it. And we read everyone in comments. So yeah. we're the real deal. We try, <laughs> we try so hard. Remember until we talk again with everything in life, you can let it go. And don't look back. Hi, it's Eden. Christine and I absolutely love bringing you Uncluttered and Unfiltered, the podcast for women over 50. For the first time, we're asking you for your help. A one-time or monthly donation from you will help us with production costs and help us grow this awesome community. Find a link to make a donation in our most recent show notes in our Uncluttered and Unfiltered Ladies Only Facebook group pinned to the top or on our Uncluttered and Unfiltered Facebook page. And in advance, thank you.